On this edition of the Strongcast, U.S. Army Lieutenant Andre Jones talks to us about the force protection presence of troops in the nation's capital. We had a chance to talk to Lieutenant Colonel Andre Jones, who served in the Army. And as we look at all the military personnel, Andre, we've been, we've been here since the early morning of the hours. What, do, what can you tell us about who's actually here representing the military and law enforcement? Well, Armstrong, what you see here right behind us is a phalanx of America's finest. Citizen soldiers who have been called out to buttress the United States Capitol Police and other uh, federal law enforcement authorities to add a pronounced physical security force protection presence. Now, right behind me to the right, you'll notice that these uh, uh military members have holsters. They are very likely to be uh, military police members. You will also notice others carrying M16 automatic weapons. If you look closely, they do not have the clip in them. The clips may be on that particular soldier's person or stored in another location, depending on the rules of uh, force matrix guidelines and depending on the protocols that were issued by their particular leaders. But I want to say again, Armstrong, in situations like this, and I was called out in a similar instance when during the 911 attacks as a member of the DC National Guard. And it was made very clear to us by our chain of command that we were here boots on the ground actually deputized to support our civilian law enforcement authorities. Um, so again, if you get close to these military members, you'll notice that they are very focused, that their posture and their demeanor is one of professionalism, and they have been um, prepared for their purpose here today. And they are, are very, very disciplined and uh, I'm very happy with what I'm seeing here today. What, what does it take to mobilize 30,000 troops? How do you feed them? How do you house them? How do you set up bathroom facilities for them? I mean, this is a huge operation. In fact, all week long, I've said, this is the Capitol Hill military base. Well, Armstrong, again, a lot of people don't know, but where we're standing in military terms was, is and was considered the military district of Washington. And a lot of people forget that, but again, the military district of Washington. And what happens in the, in the United States military, we have something uh, that is basically a warning order went out. Once the need was identified, a warning order went out. And at, at that point, the various elements responded. And the good thing about the military, Armstrong, is from the private level to the general officer level. We are a very flexible force. We can sleep where we have to. We can bathe where we have to. We know that when we report to duty for duty, that duty is where it's at. So to answer your question, the military is military members, the military organization, the military leadership, the strategy of the military in the United States is a very flexible, very intelligent, mission-ready um, strategy. You know, some people will say, and they've said this since their presence, this is just too much. 
I, I think people forget sometimes, they assume that someone on the left, the liberals in Congress, ordered the military to come here. But actually, this had to come from the president of the United States at the time, Donald J. Trump. Correct. And, and to answer the idea of being too much, if you just look back to the actions of 6 January 2021, we had a federal law enforcement officer who was beat to death in broad daylight. We had masses of protesters, domestic terrorists, for lack of a better word, who came to a physical protection, force protection, physical protection area and breached it, okay? So again, I go back to my military training. If I'm showed this type of activity, the results, which were deadly and bloody, then the military comes up with a plan of action to make sure that that kind of violent behavior is mitigated. And as you can see again, these forces, military forces, federal law enforcement officers, I don't know if you can see, they have the highest caliber automatic weapons to, again, they, they may not want to use them, and I'm sure they've been issued all manner of uh, for, um, guidelines and rules of engagement, but the presence and the armaments, the power, tactical vehicles, as we noticed down the street, the same type of Humvee that I drove across Iraq in during the Iraq war in 2000, 2000, 2003, five-ton tactical vehicles, everything is here to ensure the safety and security of citizens, public servants, law enforcement members, Armstrong. What do you say to um, the American people when the military, when we ask why they are here, they say to us, we are a peacekeeping operation. Armstrong, you just said it yourself. If you, walk, if you get close to any of these young men and women, any of these service members, they are focused, they are intelligent, they are well-informed, and they again have been deputized to support civilian law enforcement agencies. That's it. They're here to provide a physical presence that communicates in no uncertain terms that the type of lawlessness, the type of violence, and the type of macabre, just deadly activities that happened on 6 January will not happen here today. You know, I can't thank you enough, um, Colonel Jones, for joining us. Thank you for your service, understanding the, the mindset and the operational mode of the military. Do you think Washington, D.C. will change, that much of the cages and the burials will remain, or we will eventually get back to normalcy, as people remember the old Washington, D.C., when they would come here as tourists? I can tell you, in, again, in no uncertain terms, I don't think I know with certainty that as the threat level lowers, and, and we can see it, it is hardly evident at all today, these armaments, these barriers, the fortifications, and the immense presence of our um, United States military members will definitely go down. But again, everything is based on the threat level that is present at any given time. There is still a noticeable and demonstrative presence of United States military members. More likely than not, 
to be comprised primarily of National Guard elements from the various states around the, uh, our country. Um, some might ask, the inauguration is over, why are they still here? That's a good question. The, the military, when they deploys troops in instances like this, deploy them based on the prevailing intel, the prevailing metrics that are presented to them from the various intel sources. Additionally, when troops come out, they generally are placed on military orders. Some orders are 139-day orders. Some orders are 179-day orders. Three months, six months, different periods of time. So what I would say is the disposition of the United States federal government, the Department of Defense, is to maintain a force protection, physical security strategy, and to continue to implement it as needed until further notice. I'm Andre Jones, First Lieutenant, United States Army Transportation Officer, combat leader, medically retired. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode.